Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. A is in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Good afternoon, everyone. Two minutes past three on a Tuesday afternoon. Welcome to the show. Kimbo and The Roots with you live from Studio Lumo USA. Thanks to our good friends at Hyundai and Balfour's. What a beautiful day it is. It is almost summer. I think there's a song about that. Uh, let's go to our musical expert, Michelangelo Rucci. Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch, yeah. like here we are. Like SCN, like 1629SA, spinning the discs with Kim Dillon. <laughs> Top of the charts today. What is it, Kim? What no, is the song that's on your mind? Uh, I knew you wouldn't know. No, it's almost <laughs> summer. Of course I would um, oh, Who was that? I'm looking at Brendan Lyons, our panel operator. You know, he's a reasonable vintage. Younger than me. Uh, almost summer. It'll come to me. I'm sure someone Radio. will text us. Certainly. The text come on, line, Mario. The text line is uh, 0427154166. I can't get it out of my head now, and I can't sing. <laughs> it, it will come to me. It's a song from the 60s, 70s, Oh, maybe. where's Bob Francis when you need him? It's almost summer. It's almost summer. We'll oh, find Bob's. it. We'll find it in a moment. Yeah, Don't you would have been with that. his top 40 list of 5 AD yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, you're going back a long time there, <laughs> Roach. I can't even remember that. I can just remember Bob, Bob abusing people <laughs> late at night. <laughs> they were the days. Mm. I have yeah. seen all the uh, the black and white footage when he organised to get the Beatles here. That was an amazing feat. Mm. Amazing. Oh, I did your cow noise then, didn't yes. I? Yes. Mm. Um, I won't ask how you are, Rooch. I'm not interested today. Let's go straight <laughs> on to the kids. Well, well, well all right then. Anyway. How are you, Rooch? What have you fine, done today? thank you, Kim. Oh, I've been running around everywhere. <laughs> yeah, what have you been doing? Lots of things. Yeah, that, that's why I don't ask. You say that every day and you're the man of mystery. Yes, I am. But if I told you I started off the day organising some lead light for a window at the back of the house, you wouldn't be interested anyway. Well, it's more interesting than saying I've just been running around Well, I've been running around. What's all my summer? Here we go. Here oh, we, go. we well, found no, it. it was. Uh, Billy Thorpe. Billy Thorpe. It was, of course, from Billy Thorpe and the... No. Aztecs. Oh, the Aztecs. Okay. <laughs> Right. All right. We did. We better stick in our right. own lane, which is uh, sport. Good show coming up, Rooch, I, I think. And uh, we'll stay on air today. Fingers crossed. Thank you for your patience, everyone, <laughs> yesterday. And the ones that mm. ran out of patience, I fully understand. Mm. 3.30. Another cow noise in yes, the background. Yes, I thought I'd just be discreet. Uh, Zach Sproul will join us. We spoke about this. We broke this story, Rooch. A giant who becomes a panther. Yes. So he's still... Yes, he's, well, he's listed with South Adelaide now. One of four AFL recruits they have so far, isn't it? Is it four they up to? This is the year. Now, yeah. he's a good supporter oh, of our year. station. Mike he's Dobbins get, sorted this he's out. He's getting it? involved down at right. Pantherland. Yes, go Panthers. Go Panthers. 
they reckon they're going to break the drought this year. 1964 it's been. It's a long time ago. So Zach Sproul, he's uh, a long way from here. He's on the border at... Uh, Aubrey Wodonga. Oh, that's his home yeah. base, yeah. So I spoke to him earlier today. Mm. Uh, he's going to come on. He sounds like a good country boy, but he's good. a b- big unit. Yes. And he's got some talent. So good. he'll shore up the defence. He joins us at 3.30. Right. This is big. This has been bubbling for a while, Roach. And the old where there's smoke, there's fire. Craig Randall II went on TV denying all the rubbish reports about he was a bad influence and there was a problem with his teammates. Well, he's left. Has he been sacked? Has he been shown the door? Well, whichever way it was, it wasn't going to go on for much longer. There have been too many moments. The, the rap sheet is just too long to have tolerated. Well, what is the rap sheet? Haven't you read the rap sheet? Well, what, tell me about it. Oh, hang on. Let me call well, hang on. Well, we're here to call inform, Roach. Right, let me get the rap well, sheet just, out. Oh, where is it here? You know, <sighs> this is your time to shine, Roach. Three to five. rap sheet. Here it is. Right. Heated exchange with the coaching staff well, you're allowed to in do the that. dressing room during the pre-season blitz in Darwin. Okay, well, you're, you're allowed to have uh, strong discussions. Not turning up for training. That's a cross. Yes. Physical clashes at training when he did turn up. Well, we like a bit of... Well, we, we, we see that happen in the AFL. He's passionate. Um, arguing with the coach, CJ Bruton, during a game. You're allowed, allowed to have a difference of opinion, aren't you? Uh, attempting to storm off when Britain's tried to set him out as well. So no, not you, you, taking direction from the coach. Stay there and fulfil yeah. your obligations. <laughs> and then when he didn't join in with the team, when they locked arms standing for the national anthem in the game against South East Melbourne. So, so what was his, his reasoning own. behind that? I have no idea, Kim. All right. Well, we'll get someone that's a little more informative than you, Rich. Yes. I say that politely because, you know, John Casey is the voice of basketball. Yes. He's going to join us at uh, four o'clock. He'll also tell us what's coming up on Channel 7 News tonight. Good on you, Johnny boy. Andy Harper, he's an absolute ripper. He calls a spade a spade. Uh, He'll join us at 4.35. He's part of Channel 10's World Cup team to cover the World Cup. The squad is being announced at 3.30 Adelaide time. A lot of rumours about who's going to be the goalkeeper and who's going to get cut. Well, it's pretty clear he's going to be cut because he's already been told he's been cut. Well, he absolutely starred in Japan. Mm. I was watching ABC this Mitch morning. Mitch Langerak. Yeah. yeah. So he misses out, and there's a fair bit of controversy over the selections that Graham Arnold is putting together. So, yeah, the squad gets named this afternoon for the World Cup in Qatar, which is controversial in itself, Qatar hosting the World Cup with all the issues of human rights there. So yep. we've seen the Socceroos were, I think they were the first squad to actually publicly make a statement on that. So... Interesting time with this World Cup. Now we've got to tell you. We've got to congratulate Jared Walsh. He has been chosen to be the announcer hosting all the Socceroo games at Qatar. He does a wonderful yeah. job as a whether it be court announcer, ground announcer. That's he certainly does gig. it for Port Adelaide yep. as well. That's a uh, huge no, he's a ripper. Gig. Good on you, Walsh. He's a good man. So too is Graham from Brisbane. Yeah. Now we did read this out, Gragra, because um, we haven't been hearing from Graham as much. He likes to give us a bit of fun and a little bit of grief at times as well. Mm. He says, afternoon, boys. Hope you're well. I've been working afternoon. Still catch up on the podcast. He said, question for both of you. Now, we did touch on this. If Buckley, Rankin, McLeod, Rashudo, and Horn Francis were in this year's draft, who are you taking? Well, we said Buckley. Yep. We all went Buckley. Buckley. So there you go, Graeme. And uh, we're glad you're still listening. And, of course, everyone can catch up on the podcast. It's as simple as as a... Logging on to our uh, app. Yes, 
exactly. registering the app. All righty, that's what's coming up on the show. Let's jump into it, Rich. Um, Craig Randall's the big story. This has been on the bubble for a while. Uh, Adelaide 36ers coach CJ Bruton uh, said the decision to part ways, well, this is his reason for mm. parting ways with Craig Randall. Where, the, where we're at right now um, as a club, and I know it's early days uh, in, the, in the season of trying to make sure that as a team, uh, building momentum, going in the right direction, and for what Craig's been able to showcase and do so far, I think it's just mutual respect of you saw what he did for us in this franchise already. Um, he is one of the leading scorers and, and a talented player, and I think it's best if we just part ways at this point in time of the season so that he can go fulfil his goals and dreams and we can continue on our pathway. Interesting, well, that, isn't it? Yeah, John Casey hopefully will be able to fill us in a little bit better and uh, what was the settlement like? Or if there, Well, yeah, what sort well, of settlement would there be? Well, was there a clear breach of uh, mm. contractual clauses? Um, CJ was also asked, were there issues behind the scenes with Randall? Well, there's always there's always pros and cons in, in every play and every decision that's made. And for everyone that I recruited, recruited to this group, including Craig, um, I, I knew the pros pros and cons with you know how dynamics and everything else, and his capability, his scoring power, to the way that he he his energy that he brings to the group. Um, so it was just a matter of like working through certain things. And I thought that where we sit right now, um, the break in the timing of where we're at, uh, to be able to um, I guess uh, keep the team um, and keep growing in, in the right direction. I think this was was the right thing. Well, cons are everything in, within structural basketball, right? Like there's um, things that is he's a look. If I'm being being honest, I, the, the kid is the kid is great. We all know he's talented. Um, and we all got our things that we need to work on. And I think for every player, every human being, um, and when you talk about dynamics of a team, he, and he does, he he played within the, the scheme of things and did everything well. And uh, I like to think that between me and him, that we 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 were at, we're at peace of where we're both at. There's a lot of questions to be answered there. There's sort more of mystery to this than yeah, dancing around a little bit, aren't yeah, they? And we tried to get the Sixers on tonight. They politely said that uh, look, I'll just leave it with the yeah. press conference that was held yeah. today. Um, let's just go. He was obviously pushed on some of the reasons why uh, Randall decided to leave. Look, I'd be unhappy if I'm benching. I've been playing the way that I've been playing too. Um, I'm not saying that that's the only reason that you know this, this decision or where we're at right now. But um, overall, like, yeah, he wasn't happy with that. But that's not there. Yeah. Is there a specific incident, or was it a combination of factors? It's always a, a number of things. You never, you never go off one thing. And if you give everyone, you look at everyone's heart and what you, you got to try and make it work. For me as a coach, and like anyone that's got a new family member, or you adopt someone, or as an organisation, you got to welcome everyone with open arms, and you got to respect everyone for who they are and understand how you join the dots and how everyone plays their role. And I think overall, it was, I just thought it was just good that we, we shift right now. All righty, we'll flesh mm. that out a little bit more at four o'clock with John Casey yep. and try and get a little bit of clarity there. We need to go to a break, Roach. On the other side of the break, you can get something off your chest. You've been banging on for a couple of days. How the AFLW have stuffed up the fixturing, or the AFL have? 
Oh, they've got it completely wrong this weekend and they've got a nightmare coming up for their grand final because if you have a look at the options that are in place for the grand final, they don't have a venue. Well, we'll find out if Brendan Gale is a hypocrite as well. He may he well was, be. Yeah, he was on with Jared Waitley this morning. We'll do that after the break. This is Kimbo on the Roach. We're here thanks to our good friends at Balfour's. I was out there today, Roach. It's a beautiful company. What did you bring back? Uh, I've got some sausage rolls for you. They're in the fridge. Oh. I didn't. Nice I did word. not forget you. Done. All right. Oh, look at the smile on your dial ah. now. A Balfour's in one hand, your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to the Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. On a Tuesday afternoon, tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. Uh, apologies again and apologies to Greg. Uh, apparently there are problems on the radio side of things. The app is crystal clear at the moment. We appreciate your patience. So if you can, jump on the app. Certainly better for me, Roach, being hairy impaired because it, uh, it's crystal clear. Indeed it is. All right, let's move on. Yes, <laughs> right. Um, yes. Brendan Gale, if you think we've got a few little hiccups here at the moment, he's got a few on his plate. Now, there's two games being played on Saturday in the Women's AFL Final Series, AFLW. Richmond take on the Kangaroos Saturday 110 at Punt Road, also yeah. known as? Swinburne something. Swinburne Centre. Centre or whatever, yeah. Uh, the Crows yeah, are, Punt Road. Yeah, Crows are playing uh, Collingwood at Unley mm. at 310 yep. on Saturday. Now, Punt Road, what's the crowd there, Roach? Well, technically, you can get 3,100 in, but they've only allocated 2,500 tickets for whatever reason, and they all sold out very quickly. And the big issue here is you've got venues with greater capacity, be it Princess Park, Victoria Park, and even Marvel Stadium, which are available on Saturday for an AFLW final. Now... So you're, you're effectively possibly closing out 15,000 people? No doubt. And, and we've used for a long time the argument against Geelong and Cadinia Park saying, well, no, it's a big final. You've got to get as many people into the game as possible. The final will be moved from Cadinia Park to the MCG. Yet this is the complete opposite. The AFL has acknowledged Richmond's wish to play on Punt Road, supposedly for home field advantage, yet they don't have a great record on punt road. Right, so there's not a lot of logic there. Uh, Brendan Gale, the CEO of the Richmond Football Club, was on with Jared Waitley this morning. This is the big fella on why the game is at punt road. Oh, look, at its at its most fundamental, Jared, I think it's, it's a matter of first principles. Um, you know, at our core, we're in the, we're in the business of developing teams that, that compete and, and try and win. And uh, our girls have worked really hard to put themselves in a position to earn the double chance. And, you know, it's been a really challenging year. I mean, two, two, two seasons in a calendar year, of course. And we want to enhance their chances and give them every possible opportunity to win the game. Um, I think that goes, that goes to the core of the decision. So... This is interesting because people are tracking back a decade ago when Brendan Gale entered the whole argument about where you play home finals in Melbourne. Hmm. In, in essence, the AFL says you get home state advantage in finals, but you don't necessarily get home field advantage. We can get every Geelong fan to ring up and tell us the number of times they've said, well, why don't we get to play at Cadinia Park? Why do we have to play Richmond at the MCG, which is their home field, not ours? And Brendan Gale was quite strong on that issue in 2012. He said, well, you don't lock out. 
20 to 30% of the supporter base. And so, that's what's going to happen on Saturday. The so, supporter bases are going to be locked out. So Jared Waitley asked that exact question. Are the Richmond Football Club being hypocrites? Oh, I'm not. Look, with, with the men's, it, it really is largely a matter for the AFL. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure whether I've been an outspoken advocate. I mean, in finals, um, you know, we play where we're told. And, you know, it's no surprise, Gerald, you know, as well as I do. It really does come down to attendances and economics at the end of the day. Um, it's important the AFL maximise attendances. And when you're talking about differences of 40, 50, 60,000 and millions of dollars, which is invested back in the game, um, I can understand that. Um, it's a matter of degree. I mean, there's, there's no, there are no perfect decisions in football, Jared. It's, it's a fool's gold, and, uh, and we've got to make the right decisions. And we just think, um, in the circumstances, you know, given what I've discussed, um, this is the right decision you know, uh, for the Richmond Football Club, it's probably fair to say. Um, but, you know, it's our job to represent the interests of, of the Richmond Footy Club as best we can. This has got holes all over it, hasn't well, it? And, and just a, a week, just a week earlier, Melbourne hosts Adelaide in a final at Princess Park, not at Casey Fields. Hmm. So the AFL keeps moving the boundaries and goalposts here all the time. Now, the other key one here is, after we get through this week, we're going to be left with possibly a team in Adelaide. We hope so. We hope Adelaide beats Collingwood and Unley Oval in their semi-final. We'll be left with a team in Brisbane, and the other grand final contenders will be in Melbourne. At this point, we don't have Adelaide Oval available for a grand final. We certainly will not have the Gabba available for yeah, a final. Yeah, that changed. That's been they were confirmed. hopeful. No, that, that and died they won't, they won't have Metricon, apparently, either. Metricon is out of the way as well, and they're not allowed to go to Morton Bay, which is the other field so, they've been using so this I'm year. So being serious here, they may have to go to Kazali Stadium at Cairns. That's a very good thought. Which would work for them, but not a bad option either. Yeah. They've played games there. Big so Queensland why not? tourism involved yeah, as well. Need to Whereas go in Melbourne, there will be, I, I don't know how this happened, how they didn't protect access to Marvel Stadium for their grand final. You're not going to the MCG because mm. that's not going to be available. It's messy. We're, it is look, more than messy, Kim. We'll, get, we'll get, try and get Nicole Livingston on. Just yeah. before we go to the break, though, uh, Brennan Gale was asked if North Melbourne wanted the game moved. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, Jared, no, uh, no. Look, I, we had some discussions over the weekend with the AFL, and um, you know, it was a, it was a fairly uh, you know a balanced view from them. It was in the, you know they've they've got principles around the game they need to observe, like integrity and um, and uh, you know home advantage. But but clearly, there's elements that want to maximise um, attendances as well. So, um, but in terms of the North's involvement, I'm not, I'm not sure. Right. Messy, this very it, messy. It'll be Jim. interesting to get his views on whether he thinks the crowds could have been a lot bigger at another venue. We'll hear from Brendan Gale for the last time after this break. Just a reminder, Zach Sproul, New South Adelaide recruit, coming up at 3.30 at 4 o'clock. John Casey to talk about what the hell is going on at the 36s and what happened to Craig Randall. And Andy Harper at 4.30, uh, one of the great uh, world game commentators. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots.
3.30, which means time for the 3.30 news, but we'll get into it a little bit late, Rich. We're here thanks to Balfour's Nomadial Club Colours. Balfour's are for the game. Change to the rundown as well. We were speaking with Andy Harper, Channel 10 commentator for the World Cup, but he's been replaced by Simon Hill. We lose nothing there, Rich. No, and that Socceroos squad's about to be announced, and word has already got out that Craig Goodwin will be... From Adelaide United, part of the Socceroos yeah. group. So that's another tick for us. He looks like he's peaking too, yeah. doesn't he? Getting stronger every yes. week. So Zach Sproul mm. at 3.30, John Casey at 4 o'clock, Simon Hill at 4.30. And one more comment. We'll run a little bit late, Roach. What's new there? Uh, this is Brendan Gale. We'll get back to this again with the finals and the fact they can only fit about 2,500 fans there at Punt Road. Road. Mm. Uh, he was asked by Jared Waitley this morning, if they went to a bigger venue, did he expect a bigger crowd? It's been it's not a perfect science, Jared. Um, but look, you know, we'd we'd expect to have more than that. It'd oh. be fair to say. I think, um, you know, we played North most recently. Uh, it was only a couple of weeks ago at Arden Street, and that was a game with big stakes involved, obviously. And uh, I think there was just over three thousand. Um, a final, you'd expect a few more. So, you know, the AFL sort of you know had some tentative forecasts, but it's, it's not a perfect science. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess notwithstanding, you know, we, we've just felt that, you know, given the importance we place in the home final, and, and also, Jared Punt Road was a very important part of our, our football club and, and our brand, and it, it provides a really important sense of belonging, and it makes for a great atmosphere. Um, but it will be a fantastic atmosphere. It delivers a, a, a level of, I guess, intimacy that allows us to pre- present games in a different way. So we think it's going to be an exciting atmosphere. He just said about 50, 50 car dealerships have just rang up offering him a job. He's pushing a line that doesn't echo with what's been said in the AFL, does it? No, I think it denies about 7,500 people the opportunity. I Imagine 10,000 at Princess Park. Exactly. Yeah. All right, that's just our opinion. You can have your say as well. 0427154166. We'll go to the news. On the other side, we'll have a chat with South Adelaide's newest recruit. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. on a Tuesday afternoon. Beautiful day out there. Hoping it's a winning day for you. Uh, We are live from Studio Lumo SA. And thanks to our good friends at McGain Real Estate, sold by McGain again. We are pleased to introduce our next guest. who will be making his debut in the Navy and White at South Adelaide this year. He's a former GWS giant. Played 17 games for them, Rooch. I saw him play a couple of crackers as well. So this is a great pickup by the South Adelaide Footy Club. And he's going to be working at McGain Real Estate as well to find out a little good. bit more. We welcome Zach Sproul. How are you, Zachy? Hey, guys. How you going? I'm going well. How are you guys? Now, you got a bit of a country twang about you. Uh, tell us about your background. <laughs> where Where are you from? Um, yeah, so I grew up in um, Albury, so Albury-Wodonga, down there on the border of New South Wales and Victoria. I'm very fortunate to grow up there. Um, yeah, absolutely love Albury and get back there as much as possible. So- um, my girlfriend's from the same area, so worked out pretty well. So do, do you, did your folks work at the land? What's, what's the background with your brothers and sisters? Tell us a bit about your uh, upbringing. Yeah, so I've, got, so I've got two younger brothers and a younger sister, Lucas, Seven, Chloe. Um, my mum and dad work together. Dad's a chiropractor and mum just, is just a receptionist for him. So, um, yeah, dad loves doing chiropractic. It's also pretty handy being a footballer. 
having your dad down to crack your back. So that is pretty handy. <laughs> we'll, we'll go through this uh, in order if we can. Um, so that's where yep. you're born. That's where you've grown up. Uh, when did the love of footy start, and uh, how did you get into the AFL system? Um, love of footy. It probably started when I was six years old. Really, it starts. I guess for a lot of us people trying to aspire to play AFL, it starts at a young age. You play off kick with all your mates, and then I remember one day I didn't really follow anyone, and I was watching mm. a footy show with Dad. Um, I saw Nick Revolt pop up on screen oh, and him yeah. talking. And then, yeah, ever since that day, I was the biggest Nick Revolt supporter and went for the Saints, put the number 12 jersey on the back and, um, yeah, just went in the backyard every single day and wanted to be like him. So that's probably where it started. And, um, yeah, to get to the Giants was um, a pretty fortunate and um, great journey for me. Obviously, I had the Giants Academy, which just started up. Uh, so from... I think under 14s all the way through to under 18s, I was in the academy. Um, and I guess through those programs, you develop a lot more skill than what you probably would have if you're just playing local footy. So, yeah, like I said, again, very fortunate um, to have that program in place. And then, yeah, landed at the Giants uh, at the end of 2016, which was um, unbelievable. So, Zay, how do you look at your time at the Giants and how it all ended? How, what sort of memories and what sort of feelings do you oh, take out of all that? To be on a list for six years um, was unbelievable and it's a massive privilege. I think a lot of players don't even get to be on an AFL list. Um, and probably my first four years, I wasn't very professional and didn't take it that seriously. And that's probably showed me how many games I played. I played one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but then, yeah, I sort of got a kick up the bum when I nearly got delisted at the end of that year. I think that was 2020. Um, and I went away... Um, I had a good idea thinking about what I want to do with my life and I wanted to play AFL. So, yeah, I put the head down, bum up, and the next year I submitted my... Oh, had a really good pre-season. Um, nearly played round one and then played round two and absolutely butchered it against Frio. <laughs> the whole, we, had a, we had a pretty bad day at the office. I think we lost like 70 um, and I couldn't get near it, which is disappointing. But, yeah, so I went back to the twos for about 12 weeks. Um, Leon wasn't very impressed with that. Um but, yeah, met him my spot back in the team late and got to play in two finals, which was awesome. Um, and then, yeah, disappointing in the last final against Geelong, I uh, dislocated my right shoulder. So, due to COVID, I couldn't have surgery on it and get a full reco for about two and a half, three months later. So, it was Ooh. Geelong's um, surgery, which is a bit frustrating. But, yeah, did that, got back in really good nick and was looking forward to the year ahead. Um, just knew of the momentum that I built from the year before. Um, and then in January, my first session back pre-season, dislocated the left shoulder. Um, oh, had a full ladder day uh, shoulder recall on that again. Um, and then, yeah, I, just had a, I, had a, I did have an um, extremely tough year and I battled through. Um, but, yeah, didn't get to play the footy I wanted to play due to a lack of fitness and strength in the upper body area. Um, which was disappointing. Um, and it was disappointing to play to end and Obviously, being delisted, I suck, but I guess that's life, and um, I'm just going to move forward now. And the twist to go to South Adelaide is very exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I just can't wait to get started. So just pull this back a bit, Zach. You're brutally honest about what you've gone through, but why did it take so long for the penny to drop then? Uh, I'm not really sure. I guess 18, moving out of home, yeah. I was lucky enough to get drafted with my best mate. From Aubrey, both of the Giants. Who was that? Um, probably, uh, Lachlan Tiziani. He's from Broken Hill. Um, he moved down to Aubrey with his family and we became 
best mates instantly. Um, but sort of moving it out of home 18 to Sydney, and then you create other good mates. You probably want to go out most weekends and carry on. Um, and I was definitely a bit immature at that age, like a lot of us are. But, yeah, it took a while for the penny to drop in terms of what I want to actually get out of my footy. Um, but, yeah, I'm very fortunate. I'm lucky enough that I sort of put my head out of my ass. I'm oh, sorry, I probably can say that. <laughs> no, that's um, okay. no, but, no, yeah, that gives an image. <laughs> put my head out um, and you end up playing 17 games, which is great. But, yeah, the way it ended was obviously disappointing. But, yeah, I'm, yeah just looking forward in, so cracking you... into it. Roach, it's very clear you can't always take the country out of the boy. <laughs> that happens in due, in due course. I'm, I'm but wondering I, who's tougher <laughs> in exit meetings, whether it's Zach or the coaches. I, uh, I said earlier, I did see you play some couple of ripping games. Obviously, I didn't see yeah. all 17. You can play at the level. Was there any other interest or you just conceded when you were delisted that that was it? Oh, I guess my manager looks around um, and obviously the, the preference is to be on an AFL list. But, yeah, at this stage... There's not much interest, and it's probably fair enough. I had a yeah, after the shoulders, had a pretty average year, so um, I'm looking forward to getting to the sample, second best comp in Australia, uh, putting my best foot forward and trying to help South Adelaide achieve what they haven't achieved in a long time. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And I, yeah, I don't have any expectations on myself. I just want to get over there, have fun, work hard, and yeah, try to leave from the front as well. All right, so how, Zach, how did the approach come about? Did you know someone South Adelaide? Oh, Kobe Much, one of my better mates, he was at um, the Eagles and he rang me and said, would you consider coming to play Stemple? I'm thinking about going to South Adelaide um, just because I work, work there and I live over that way. Um, that's when it probably popped in my mind I might go there. Um, and then, yeah, Brent Riley approached me and so did Joe Wright. Um, we had a phone call and then I came over to Adelaide and talked to a few clubs and they were all awesome. I loved all of them. And yeah, bits and pieces from each club were obviously very impressive. Uh, but yeah, after sort of talking to Brent and Jared about where the club is and where they want to get to, um, yeah, it was pretty impressive and was something that I wanted to be a part of. So that's why I chose South Adelaide, I guess. So you've got South Adelaide to play football. You're a semi-professional, but now you're not a full-time professional anymore. So you've got to get out into the workforce and you've chosen real, <laughs> real estate. You're going to be a part of the McGain real estate team who are great supporters of our show and our station, sold by McGain again. Uh, what are you going to be doing there? Um, yeah, so obviously very fortunate that McGain real estate have a good relationship with South Adelaide Football Club. Yep. Um, yeah, and through their, through their connection... Uh, Brent put me in touch with Scott McFarlane, who's an absolutely great person. Um, and I'll be working under him. This is a sales associate. Um, just due to the fact that real estate is something I've definitely been interested in probably the last two years. I still don't know a whole lot about it. Um, and I thought this is the best way to sort of jump in and learn about property um, and then eventually become an agent when I feel more com- comfortable. But, yeah, right now I just want to work with Scott, help him create good business and grow the brand of again, which would be awesome. Well, Scotty McFarlane, he's a ripping bloke. I know him well. Uh, you'll do well under him and Mike Dobbin, so you'll be right there. How's the fitness, though? Uh, because a lot of the clubs have already started their pre-season down here in the Sandful. I know. Yeah, they have. I'm very eager to get there. I was meant to move in Denver. I brought it four a month so I can get there for three weeks. But, yeah, it's good. I think the biggest thing for me was getting in the gym and getting my shoulders back to where they were and better. Um, and I'm training with all the Giants boys at the minute here. Okay. Um, on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which is good. So good running sessions. And I want a new gym program, which I'm really getting into. So I'm using this time where I'm not really working just to crack in, um, get myself a really good 
fitness base. And then when I get to the club and start doing all the footy, footy drills and whatnot and footy conditioning, which is something I'll definitely need. And, yeah, get ready to crack in next season. Oh, it sounds good. So mm. you'll come down with the girlfriend? Yep. Yeah, so Grace, my partner, is coming down with me, which has been awesome. There was no, yeah, um, no second guesses, which is awesome. She's, um, yeah, she's great for me. And she said, I, I, I did want to give it another crack. I'm try your back on AFL list. And she was all for it. And she said that, um, yeah, she'll come with me for as long as it needs. But um, if eventually it doesn't pan out that way, we might love Adelaide and want to stay. But if not, after a few years, if Grace wants to move, I'm happy to go. Um, yeah, she's obviously moving for me, so... Um, I'll be doing the same for her one day. But, yeah, we are hoping that Adelaide's a great spot and um, we can live there potentially forever, hopefully. Well, most people fall in love with it, so I'm sure you and Grace will love it as well. And I'm sure South Adelaide are happy that Grace is coming down. It'll keep you out of the nightclubs. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> so, Zach, yeah, how much... something I don't need. So, Zach, how much homework <laughs> have you done on the sample? What do you know about the competition? Um, I don't know a whole lot. Talking to a few people, I've heard it's a bit of a cult that... Um, Pretty big over there, which is something I'm really excited to be a part of. I um, I'm just keen to get over there and actually experience it. But yeah. I do know South Adelaide haven't won in a long time, and I think not last year, but a couple of previous years they've made prelims. They've obviously got pretty close. Um, so yeah, I know it's going to be a very tight comp, and I've seen a lot of new signings come through, and they're very good signings. So I think it's going to be a really strong competition, and. Yeah, I guess just got to play best each week to win, I guess. Um, that's something I'm really looking forward to. Well, as you know, they haven't won a flag since 1964. They've become nearly everyone's second favourite side in the Sandful now because people have empathy for them. But they're up and about. They've got a lot of businesses behind them this year. And this is the year of the Panther, so they say. And you may be a big part of it, Zach. We look forward to meeting you in person. Hopefully we can get you in the studio. We wish you all the best at South and in your new job at McGain Real Estate. And uh, welcome to South Australia when you get down here. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you. No, it's been a joy. Zach Sproul, what a ripper. <laughs> He's pretty hard on himself, though, isn't he? He's brutally honest. <laughs> Won't be an issue when he goes to post-match reviews, then, will he? You'll be doing it himself. No, I'm looking forward to it. But I genuinely yeah. saw him play some ripping games. Well, you don't get to that level if you can't play. Uh, had a rough run with injuries, worse than I thought. Yeah. That's a bit harsh. And uh, Roach, the tall defender, 197 centimetres, 6 foot 6, 292 kgs. Um, well, he can play as a key forward as well. We didn't get to ask him that. That's where he used to play. Yeah, be interesting how they use him at South. Because right. they've got some options in defence now. Go Panthers. That little chap yep. was thanks to McGain Real Estate. Sold by McGain again. If you're looking at buying or selling, get in touch with uh, McGain, Mike Dobbin and the team. They are wonderful people. We need to take a break. Just a reminder, we will be doing Beat the Boys a little bit later as well, a little bit later in the show. Uh, we'll give you the cue to call. You can win $1,000 free fuel. This is Kimba on the Rooch. We're here thanks to Hyundai and Balfour's. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91